Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article entitled Young Dafa Practitioner Returns to Dafa by a Falun Dafa practitioner in the United States. The article was published on the Mingwei website on February 14, 2023. I followed my parents to practice Falun Dafa while I was still in middle school in China in 1996. I did not comprehend what cultivation meant at the time. I only knew Dafa teaches people to improve themselves, and I saw the positive changes in my mother's health. My parents and I would go to a group practice site in a park in the morning and head to a practitioner's house in the evenings to study the fa and watch video of master's lectures. I felt very fortunate during that period of time. My mother would often remind me, you have to thank master for obtaining dafa. You are truly blessed. Due to lack of fa study, I was unable to recognize many of my attachments when the persecution started in 1999. I chose to persist in studying the Fa, but no one except my parents understood my decision. My mother was illegally arrested at one point, so I felt lost and upset. Part 1. Breaking Away from Dafa and allowing attachments to surface. I began to focus on my ordinary life and academics as I grew older. My human attachments led me to think that I had no time to cultivate, and they also made me disregard the importance of studying the Fa. I started to think, as long as I have Dafa in my heart, I can be a better person. I did not understand why, Master always reminds us to study the Fa and read Dafa lectures. I now know it is so we can always have Dafa in our hearts and adhere to the principles of Dafa. An opportunity arose for me to study abroad after I graduated from university, and I met my husband in the United States. I was still studying Juan Falun, the main text of Falun Dafa, during my spare time, and even took my husband to see Shen Yun. But after getting married, I began to focus more on my studies and family. Life after marriage did not go so smoothly, and I started to neglect Fa's study. My parents were able to come to the United States to help me with childcare after I gave birth to my son eight years ago. I managed to find local practitioners so my parents could still participate in weekly group FA study sessions. I felt I was unable to join the group FA study because my son was still young and I was quite busy. I retained the local practitioner's contact information after my parents went back to China. The pressure in my life, conflicts at work, and troubles I encountered while raising my son made me physically and mentally exhausted. I attempted to discuss these issues with my husband, but it was always in vain. 
I began to harbor resentment toward him, and it reached a climax during the COVID-19 pandemic lockdown in 2020. My husband and I were both adamant about our perspectives, and neither one of us would give in. I started to intentionally ignore my husband, and he said many times that he would file for divorce because of my resentment and my attachment of fearing difficulty. I thought that this might be karmic retribution, and I should not quarrel with him. But it was still hard for me to let go of my attachments, and I was very angry with him. I started to ask myself what I truly wanted in life. I realized that all the principles in the human world are reversed, and this world is horrible. I do not want to go along with the big dive at of human society, but who could save me from all this? I began to reflect on my mistakes and shortcomings. I realized that I was always extreme in the way I did things, and I blamed others and never stood in other people's shoes. I was so upset with my husband one time after we quarreled that I could not sleep. I started to read several of Master's lectures online. Each word and every sentence was directed at my mistakes. I thought, how much worse might I get? I felt remorseful and concerned about my goal to return to my true origin. But at the same time, I also saw hope. I decided to give cultivation another try. Part 2. Returning to Cultivation I knew my son came for the fa, but how could I guide him to be on the fa if I was not a cultivator? I picked up Chuan Falun again, but it was hard for me to read it without being interfered with. I decided to take my son to watch Shen Yun in September 2021. It was the first time he saw Shen Yun, and he said he wanted to watch Shen Yun with his father the next time. After coming home from watching Shen Yun, I entered into a state where emotions no longer controlled me. I felt that I no longer had the emotions of happiness, anger, sorrow, and joy. I thought that perhaps Master had arranged for me to cultivate again, so he blocked all the negative factors that were hindering me from doing so. When I saw an advertisement for Shen Yuan a couple months later, I decided to take my family and a couple of friends to see Shen Yuan at the end of January 2022. I managed to get in contact with a local practitioner to purchase Shen Yuan tickets. When the practitioner came to deliver the tickets, we chatted for a long time. I told her about my past experiences, the conflicts I had with my husband, and my hope to return to cultivation. She said, for you and your husband to become a family in this lifetime, you must have had a great deal of predestined relationships in the past. Master has already arranged your cultivation path. I started to attend group FA study sessions, and my husband was supportive and kind, since he is not from a communist country. Many things changed for the better after I started cultivating Dafa again, 
my son became more obedient, and my husband also changed. My son had been very attached to me and always needed me to put him to bed. I had the thought, how can I study the fa like this? But when I needed to study the fa, my son would not be attached to me and could go to sleep by himself. After a period of time, I thought I needed to study the fa for a longer time. The night that I had that thought, a practitioner invited me to attend a small group fa study. I then thought, I need to practice the exercises now. What should I do now that I have not done the exercises for such a long time? Before I could seek out any practitioner's help, I was invited to a practitioner's house so that she could correct my movements. I thought this was a miracle. It seemed like practitioners knew exactly what I was thinking. When I wavered about whether I should purchase a set of master's lecture books, a practitioner lent me her set of DAFA books. I took two weeks of leave to read master's lecture books and returned the books to the practitioner. After flipping open each of master's lecture books, I felt as if I'd entered into a whole new world. I decided to purchase a set of books when I was halfway through reading. I was able to quickly finish all the lecture books and understood what a fa rectification period Dafa disciple truly means. So I could learn and recognize traditional Chinese characters better, I began to hand copy Chuan Falun. I was able to read the whole book fluently and better understood the fa principles after hand copying Chuan Falun up to lecture two. I started to think it was time for me to guide my son to study the fa. It proved challenging for me because my son does not know how to speak Chinese. A practitioner was able to get in contact with another young practitioner who could study the fa with my son in English. I also persisted in studying the fa with my son. He was unable to sit still in the beginning and was not reading attentively and he would rebel if I corrected him. I knew this was to test my patience, and I should not get upset with him. I patiently told him how precious Dafa is, and within a couple of weeks, I saw a difference in him. He was able to study the fall wholeheartedly and not move around or talk as much. My son and I attended an in-person FA study group every Sunday morning. He could read one paragraph of the FA fluently in English when it was his turn. I also took him to a two-week summer camp session during the summer of 2022 in Middletown, New York. My son enjoyed practicing the exercises with other children at the summer camp. It started to rain after I got back from a Sunday morning practice group. My stomach was not feeling good, and I was getting ready to rest for a bit since I hadn't had breakfast. My husband came up the stairs looking unhappy. He told me he needed a table from the garage. I asked him, Do you need it right away, or can you wait until after I've had breakfast? My husband told me that he needed it right away. I said, It's raining outside right now. Can't you wait? 
He got angry and walked down the stairs himself. My husband has pain in his legs, and I knew it wasn't convenient for him to walk up and down the stairs. I was puzzled and did not know why he insisted on bringing the table upstairs at that moment. I suddenly realized, isn't this an opportunity for me to upgrade my shinshing? I apologized to him and carried the table upstairs. I reminded myself not to get into an argument with him because he was helping me eliminate karma. I should thank him instead. When I was able to take it lightly and not be moved, the rain stopped and my stomach felt better. In the past, we would have been fighting over who's right and wrong. Part 3. Conclusion I am now able to follow the course of nature with constant fast study. I am calmer and have learned to look inward and think of others. I also experienced physical changes in my body. My life and work has become smoother, and I am more steadfast in my belief in Java. Perhaps this is what Master once said in lecture given at the conference in Sydney. Quote, getting things naturally without trying to get them, unquote. The following is an experience-sharing article entitled a Sudden Tribulation Tested My Attachments by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on July 3, 2023. I would like to take this opportunity to share my unforgettable, ground-shaking cultivation experience, which lasted for 15 minutes under the watchful eyes of many practitioners. Kindly correct me if there is any room for improvement. In 2005, some local coordination issues needed to be discussed, so we planned a day to meet. Many practitioners came, and the house was filled to capacity. I knew some of the practitioners, while some were unfamiliar faces. Among them was a practitioner who displayed very serious illness symptoms, but she did not know how to work through them from the perspective of a cultivator. I was late to arrive, so there was no place for me to sit so I stood in a corner by a small bed that was against the door. I was standing opposite this practitioner with illness symptoms. I thought to myself, wow, there are so many people. Not long after, I found a seat. Then a practitioner said, let's start and send forth righteous thoughts first. Everyone started to sit in the full lotus position and was getting ready to send righteous thoughts. Just then, this practitioner raised her head and asked me, How do you send forth righteous thoughts? What do you say? Seeing that she looked very anxious, I told her softly, You just think about eliminating all evil factors, etc. At that moment, a loud, scolding voice shocked everyone. Don't say that anymore. The voice was sufficient to scare all the practitioners, including me. My top leg dropped down, and I just froze there in shock. Everyone looked at him, then looked at me in unison. The whole atmosphere suddenly became very tense. I did not know what to do, and my mind went blank. 
My face blushed in embarrassment as I looked around at all the practitioners. I did not say anything but just lowered my head, sat back into full lotus position, and continued to send forth righteous thoughts. During those fifteen minutes, I seemed to experience something I never felt before. I became dizzy and my face turned red. Every cell in my body was trembling, and my thoughts flashed through my mind like currents. Feelings of embarrassment, losing face, shame, and great discomfort overcame me. I wished there was a crack in the floor I could squirm into at that instant. Losing face in front of so many practitioners was extremely embarrassing. Tears welled up in my eyes, and I wondered how I could continue to stay in the room. Just then, I heard a strong voice in my mind say, Let's leave, let's go home, let's get out of here quickly. I should not have come right from the start. Quick, go. Another voice replied, Go, where can I go? I arrived late, and I even spoke when everyone was supposed to be sending forth righteous thoughts. What will all the practitioners think if I left? I cannot leave. Just like that, I was stuck between leaving and not leaving. Then I remembered a passage from Master Li's lecture from the ninth talk of Zhuan Falun. Quote, I recall someone once telling me that he could take getting publicly humiliated as long as nobody he knew was there to see it. But that's not good enough. You might one day get slapped in the face and disgraced right in front of those whom you'd least want to see it. How you handle it would be revealing and show how composed you are. To really make the grade, you would have to not only keep your composure, but also not let it get to you. Unquote. I said to Master Li, Falun Dafa's founder, in my heart, Master, I don't want this attachment to saving face. Isn't it related to fame and gain? I don't want them. I will just listen to Master's guidance for everything. The moment this thought came out, I seemed to have become another person. My mind became clear and I was very steady. Honestly speaking, I did not really know how to cultivate during those years. Thinking back now, during that last thought, I chose a righteous thought, so Master instantly got rid of my human attachments, notions, and bad elements that surfaced in my mind. This coincided with the time for our sending forth righteous thoughts ending. However, no one said a word. Although all the practitioners looked at me, my mind remained very steady. I just slowly pressed my palms together in front of my chest smiled and said, Sorry, everyone. I did not spare a thought for all of you. I was wrong. Please forgive me. Just then, the practitioner with the illness symptoms said, It was not totally your fault. I was the one who asked for help. Another practitioner chimed in, Yes, it was not your fault. Why are you apologizing? Then someone else said, He did not mean it. Many people spoke. I said, Okay, everyone, stop speaking for me. I'm fine. Let's study the Fa now. That ended the whole commotion. After the experience sharing session ended, all but five or six of the practitioners went home. The male practitioner who scolded me walked up to me and said, I'm sorry, I did not behave properly today. Please disregard my improper behavior. I replied, No problem. I need to thank you instead. On the way home, I kept thinking about what happened as every scene flashed through my mind. 
When I reached the junction, a crisp and clear voice suddenly sounded above my head, reciting the poem, Descending to the Earthly World from Hongying to, quote, Brush off the enshrouding dust, and all their realities are seen, unquote. I said to myself, it's Master speaking, this is his fa, Master. I quickly drove across the junction with my heart thumping in excitement and tears rolling down my cheeks. I kept saying in my heart, thank you, Master, thank you, Master, thank you, Master. It took a long time before I managed to calm down. That night, I had a dream in which I was taking a stroll on the beach. The sand was very coarse and white, such that it shimmered with silver light. Suddenly, a large pile of something appeared in front of me. The pile was covered by a layer of red skin, and I quickly went up to take a closer look. It was a huge pile of peanuts. I bent over and blew a big breath, and the layer of red surface skin disappeared, revealing big, white, well-fried peanuts. I even grabbed a handful of them and put them in my mouth. When I woke up, my mouth was still chewing. At that moment, I understood I had improved my cultivation level. Master was encouraging me. I now realize how important it is to study the Fa. If I did not have a solid foundation and Master's empowerment, I definitely would not have been able to pass this Xingxing test. So no matter what situations we might meet, as long as we place our focus on the Fa and are able to tolerate hardship, we will definitely not bring shame to our mission. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.